Let's spread a song so you can sing along with my special guest star too. For two, you like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. everyone welcome back to another episode of life's but a song a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals i'm your host john and with me today is a theater employee based in edinburgh who was in a virtual version of title a show and he surprisingly picked this movie it's andrew gardiner everyone oh hi hello oh hi hi you oh i'm so happy you picked brigadoon (laughs) Brigadoon, I mean, what else would I pick? There were other options, but I picked this one because I wanted, (laughs) I figured it'd be funny. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, uh (laughs) (laughs) so the movie came out in 1954, screenplay by Alan J. Lerner, who also wrote the book for the stage production. Music by Frederick Lowe, lyrics by Alan J. Lerner, directed by Vince, Vincente Minelli, who I'm assuming is Liza's dad. But yeah, was that, was that Judy's husband? Let me, you know what, while what we're, I w- I'm such a bad host, I was going to look this up and I forgot. But you want I, me to check? You can keep going, I'll check. I'm checking okay. right now, actually. Uh, yes, he was married. They had one child, and I'm assuming it's Liza. It's Liza. Oh, wait. He had two daughters, Liza Minnelli, with his first ex-wife, Judy Garland, and Christine Nina Minnelli with his second ex-wife, Georgette Martell. So, oh, Vincent, come on. Uh, Vi- Vincente, I think. Vincente? Oh, sorry. Sorry, yes. sorry Vincente. Yes, and according to IMDb with this movie... Two Americans on a hunting trip in Scotland become lost. They encounter a small village not on the map called Brigadoon, in which people harbor a mysterious secret and behave as if they were living 200 years in the past. And I am not sorry for putting on a very bad Scottish accent while saying the title. <laughs> it calls for it. Come on. You can't not. Like, it's, it would be rude. It's like trying to say Lawrence Cheney without saying Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> so have you, you've seen this before, yes? I, the first time I, the first and only other time before this that I saw it was maybe when I was seven. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So I couldn't remember anything. Uh, so it was quite nice to go into it essentially having never seen it before because surprisingly Brigadoon is like the stage show is never produced over here like ever I'm surprised at that yeah I don't know but yeah so it's never produced over here and the film is actually really quite tough for me to find I had to properly go searching for it oh see it was on prime here I had a I had a I bought it so (laughs) so now (laughs) I have it forever because you can watch what? it on so many times. Boy, howdy. This movie is wild. <laughs> so much happens. So And nothing at the same time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's a lot going on in this one day. They also do a lot of mountain climbing up and down 
in this one. I'm like, you, you would not, this would not all take one day, guys. I got I got a little confused between this and Sound of Music because I was just like, are we climbing every mountain here? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, where are the nuns? Where are the nuns? So you live at, you, you grew up in Edinburgh, I'm assuming? So, yeah, well, hmm. so I grew up in Fife. So for people that don't know Scotland, um, Fife uh, is just north of Edinburgh. Um, it's, a, it's a region, uh, used to be the, so it's the kingdom of Fife. And the oh. town that I grew up in is a town called Dunfermline, which uh, used to be the capital of Scotland. So when people like uh, Mary Queen of Scots was around and Robert the Bruce, uh, that was the, the capital of Scotland. Um, I pretend like I know this history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary Queen of Scots, the gal that got her head chopped off. That I know. Uh-huh, yeah. Sure, Sir so, played her. Yeah, so <laughs> Sir Ronan is from Fife. <laughs> <laughs> I've only really been to Edinburgh and Glasgow. So, uh-huh. I mean, I'm assuming the like other cities or uh, the rest of Scotland is very hilly that you could uh, like find like a misty town somewhere. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming that's sort uh-huh. of true. Well, totally. Like, cause I mean, it's set up in the Highlands. So um, the amount of towns that are just so teeny and literally just in, in the middle of nowhere, um, halfway up a mountain or, you know, kind of like at the bottom of like a glen or something. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. There could be like a little lost town out there that these people stumble upon. Okay, and you said that this is basically you watching this movie with fresh eyes because you don't remember watching it before. Yeah. Do you think the miracle is real? Oh, well. They leave it so ambiguous. Yeah. I so do you mean the end? Like yeah. did it come back? Did it come back because true love blah blah do? Yeah, well I hope so because I was distraught when the town disappeared and he left. Um so I'm telling myself that the power of Wee Jean's love was enough to wake this town up. Okay, so I've never seen The Village that by M. Night Shyamalan, but part of me was getting that sort of, I know the story of it, where it's like the town elders are, are forcing people to live in this secluded time period and not leave the borders, mm-hmm. even though on the outside of the borders, it's modern day. So I got like that kind of a vibe going on as well. Oh, totally. Yeah. Where I was just like, why are we pretending it's 200 years in the past? Are you sexist, gentlemen? Is that what's going on? Oh, yeah, you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and M. Shyamalan was definitely like, you know, Brigadoon is the one that I'm basing this film on. Brigadoon, so. of course. But then there's also the uh, TV show Schmigadoon. Have you? Are you watching that? I am. I am. I've seen the first episode. I've not seen. I think there's maybe two more out there. But I, I, I did enjoy the first episode. That was very fun. So I've watched. I watched that before watching this, and even reading the IMDb thing, I was just like, "Huh? They really based a lot off of it." You know. Yeah. I mean, uh, some aspects of it. Clearly, with Schmigadoon, they're doing classic. Mm-hmm. Hollywood musicals so there's others that they're pulling from but like the basis of it is this movie and I'm so giddy with delight 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. I think it's quite cool that they picked something that's not like super popular to be like the basis of the TV show. Because like, yeah, a lot of people have heard of Brigadoon, but I'm sure a lot of people that's all they know of it. You know? Yes, that I'm one of those people where I was just like Brigadoon, and it's Scotland. That's all I got. Uh huh. <laughs> so let's talk about the accents i mean might as well get get, get okay. out of the room real quick jump right in i mean obviously people are putting on accents i'm not they are they're not good <laughs> but they're, they're trying they're making an effort but it also felt like they pick and chose lines that they were going to do the accent because there were some points where I was just like, oh, now we were American, everyone? <laughs> yes, there was one bit um, when they're all in like the town square and that one guy wearing the tartan tights who's getting married. So that guy, he's like doing some weird Scottish accent that sounds Jamaican and Russian. And then all of a sudden he's like, come on, let's, everyone, let's get some beer. I'm like, excuse me, did you, just, <laughs> did you have a lobotomy? Although those tartan tights, I really do want a pair. I loved the tartan tights. I wish I could pull them off. <laughs> when the, uh, what's that one song that all the sisters sing? Waiting for my dearie, I think uh-huh. that's the one. When one of the sisters comes out pretending to be a man with the tartan tights, I was just like, I really want those. Like, yeah. can I have footless tights that are tartan? But, you uh. Should- Huh? You should do it. Just make it your thing. Make it a thing, yes. Yeah. But back to the accents. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I was I was watching it with subtitles on because that's how I watch movies these days. Okay. And the way that they like said words, I was just like, my I, Scottish people don't say like I cannot I cannot tell you like say I cannot tell you. I can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you. So, I well, tell you. to be fair, some people do talk like that. Some people do actually say stuff like, I can't tell you, and uh, going away for a wee in and going open the window. But it's normally old, rough people that talk like that. Are you telling me that the movie kind of got regional accents correct? <laughs> Not at all. Or, or regional dialect some dialect some words and then other words not at all who would you say did the best the best accent of course maybe fiona she tried she tried she was okay i mean it's said sharice so might as well oh, I mean, <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> the the guy that did that told them the story of brigadoon his mr. accent lundy. was okay mr lundy yeah, him. He was fine. Um, the end. <laughs> the end, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else tried. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I mean, I said to you uh, the other day when we were messaging back and forth, this does kind of make like Brian Darcy James a Shrek sound like a native Scott, you know. I was like, wow, Brian, you, you sound very great compared to this. <laughs> <laughs> but so then how does Mike Myers rank and because he's played two different scots people mm-hmm. so i mean he's pretty good he's pretty good he's pretty on it yeah i don't know i think a lot of people 
think that Scot- the Scottish accent is a lot harder to do than it actually is because it's actually not too dissimilar to an American or an Irish accent, the way that it's built. So, like, it's all very soft vowels and very wide, very rounded. So I think a lot of the time people just, they roll every R and they sw- they sound like they're swallowing their tongue. Um, but, yeah, so <laughs> that's my soapbox. So when you are in a musical, mm-hmm. do you... Do you try to put on an accent of the time or when you do a show, is it like I'm playing, I'm Scottish and I'm playing this character. So obviously I'm going to sing in my natural accent. So it totally depends um, on where it is set. I think for, particularly for Scottish actors, we kind of have to do accent work nine out of 10 times. The, most of the time you you're not using your own accent, which is a shame. Um, so, because I mean, particularly with musical theatre, um, so many shows are set in in the states. So, we I would of course do an American accent, but um, you know, so I back in the day I did Spring Awakening, for example, and that was all in our own native accents. So, oh. um, rather than doing an American accent or an, or an English accent, but yeah, most of the time, unless it's set in Scotland. Um, it'll be accented but even when it is set in Scotland um, because Scottish accents regionally are all so different uh, they all sound so different Um, so yeah yeah you're always putting on some sort of accent unless it happens to be set where you're from because first of all to like go on a tangent I am surprised y'all did an American accent for title of show oh really yeah I'm, I think I would have, I was just like, we do have people here who are from other countries. So like you could have kept your act. Uh, just as a note, like obviously it's pat in the past now for you, but like <laughs> you could have done, you could have done it with your natural accents, all of you. But like, I get it. You wanted to be New Yorkers, which we all have weird <laughs> accents that we do ourselves. But mm-hmm. now to bring it back to, Brigadoon. Brigadoon. When they do... Oh, fuck. I'm going to fuck this name up, and I am so sorry. (laughs) Down on McConaughey Square? Uh McConaughey Square. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when they start, like, laying it on super thick, the... uh, I almost said Irish. That's wrong. (laughs) Scottish accents. Not when they have the angelic version of the title, the Brigadoon. Yeah, uh-huh. Where they sound like they're like singers from like a, a Disney film. Um, like the opening credits of a Disney film. And then yeah, it's very much don't you can blame <laughs> which I enjoyed. I was a big fan of that number. <laughs> that was more about like where I was going with this accent talk. Cause like it felt like that song they were just like, we need everyone to like hit ev- on the head that we're in Scotland yeah uh-huh. so not only do you have like everyone in their Scottish accent but you have tartans everywhere they did they did um which I wasn't mad about I wasn't mad about it but isn't tartan supposed to be like a a sort of family crest like the patterns and colors yeah so they didn't quite understand tartan 
I appreciated that they had it in it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Tartan, particularly for when like the town is set, is yeah. like clan based. So like which family grouping you belong to and like which area of Scotland you're from, it would be a specific Tartan. Um, yeah, so they tried. <laughs> they made an effort, which I appreciate. Like, I, I just, you see people wearing like one tartan and then covered with another tartan. And I was just like, that's not how it's done. <laughs> it's yeah. one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. most of the people <laughs> in that town would, would be wearing the same tartan. But I mean, that song in general, I was a big fan of it. I thought that was a great song. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say that I think I liked I'll Go, I'll Go Home with Bonnie Jean better because of the the clash of the Scottish dance and then the American tap dance. The tap, yeah, yeah. They've, apparently they've never seen before. But I mean, I get it because they're apparently in the 1700s, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think just because in the, the Square song, the song started with some guy riding a Shetland pony into the town which killed me and I was like that's how I how I want to make every entrance in life now just on a Shetland pony um <laughs> I'm surprised so, there's no Shetland pony in the background right now just I know I'm like, sorry I'm yeah. sorry let it down how no dare you pony, no Highland cows no or a buffalo no buffalo no it's not a Highland cow not a buffalo come on oh, I'm sorry <laughs> that one Highland cow though that like when the town was waking up that did its own blocking, I was just like, I hope that was planned because yeah. that cow was on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be somewhere in Scotland that has done the stage version. Yeah, I mean, I think it used to be done quite, uh, not all the time, but it was done every so often. Uh, it, it probably stopped around 70s is when it kind of probably started to weed out a bit of the UK because from from memory, um, I think there was, when when they brought it to the West End, it didn't do very well. Originally, you mean? Yeah, and it wasn't very well received, particularly by Scottish people. And I think that was because most of the cast were English actors, so... I think just Brigadoon's reputation wasn't kind of the best in Scotland. If it was done by Scottish people, would it be less offensive? I mean, they don't really say anything bad about Scotland in it, I feel like. No, I mean, I really I really like it. And I think it's a total love letter to Scotland. Um, I think it's probably just more like the portrayal of how it was done and like the fact that it was being done in the UK and they weren't uh, using Scottish actors to do it. I think that's more where the issues kind of came. I mean, that's how Scottish weddings happen, right? Um, to the, this yeah, day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Of course. Yes. 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 So, so, but like doing it with Scottish people would, I, I get it, would not cause an uproar as much as it does with non-Scottish people. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just because Scottish people are so proud. That like unless um, unless it's done really well and like 
they bring in like a choreographer that actually knows how to Highland dance. Um, <laughs> That's not how know. it's done. That uh, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm I I I so mad. <laughs> Damn it, Gene Kelly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think I personally think um, it's a shame that it's not done here very often. I mean, you said that you work for your local theater, so well, maybe I no, but I I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know how many people will come and see it. It could be a good tourist attraction when well, sure up. Yeah, take but, it to the French. I'm sure it'll go really well. <laughs> no, I mean genuinely. <laughs> uh, so the stage version, though, opened on Broadway in March 1947. Oh wow, it's old. It's older than I thought it was. It is, yeah. Uh, like that, and which is surprising because it took seven years for the film to be made. Around this time, a lot, of, from what I've gathered, it seemed like the show would open up on Broadway, and then like two years later, the movie's out. Okay. So the fact that this one took seven years, I mean, I know I was reading a lot. Like they were trying to cut costs. MGM was trying to like cut costs on this one, so like. They couldn't film on location, and that's why there's a okay. lot of backdrops and all that, and a lot of fake scenery. And they were hoping for this one to be their money maker. At the same time, they were producing Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and then that one ended up being their money maker, and they lost money on Brigadoon. Oh, I see. I think it was considered a flop. Okay. I haven't really looked at the numbers, but the show, though did win the Tony for best choreography. And then two years later, it was brought to the West End uh, mm-hmm. in April, 1949. So I oh, mean- Oh, ignore my thoughts about when it originally came to the West End because I'm clearly wrong. Well, I couldn't find anything to agree or disagree with you. So I'm going to just say like, you're correct right now. And then maybe somebody can correct us. Yeah, they can fact check us, they'll let us know. No one's corrected me so far, and I've said some wild <laughs> shit on this podcast. So, the movie itself has 13 songs-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the last one is kind of like a reprise-a-thon, if you will, where... All the voices in his hands. Yes. Yeah. You know, because he's crazy. But yeah. um, they, they filmed four songs that were cut, and apparently on the DVD, there's a spe- they're on the special features... Oh. One of them is only done by, uh, is only an audio. The rest, of, the rest were filmed and everything. Oh, I and see. I didn't get a reason why these were cut, but they were just cut. I guess for time. For time, yeah, that's what's going because it sits at about like an hour forty or something like that. Something like that. I oh. mean, that's typical movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just feel like though they missed some opportunities here like who's the girl that was going after the uh gene kelly's friend well i i have a lot of thoughts about this um so about this poor girl uh so i had listened to the have you heard the is, is it 2017 cast recording with kelly o'hara and stephanie yeah. J. block um Yes, that was the uh, New York City Center version of it. Yeah. Um, and Stephanie played the girl that's going after 
Gene's friend. And uh, Gene's friend was awful. What was his name? I wrote it down. Jeff. Jeff. Why is Jeff the worst human on the planet? Can I just say, though, I do love Jeff's reactions to some things. Like, they made me laugh so hard. It was like, so mean. Uh, where what I wrote it down where they say something and Jeff is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but he was just so nasty to that girl. Yeah, but so like, nasty to her. But, like, she was kind of, like... Yeah, she was kind of... Yeah, she was kind of full on, but he was like, oh, so I, she was like, oh, you've come back to see my house. And she was like, yes, I've come here to sleep in your bed. I'm like, you're so rude. She's just being nice. Very keen, but nice. And you're just rude. Uh, yeah, but like, I, I think they cut, I think she is supposed to have a song. And I think. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Before I got distracted by my upset for her injustice. Yeah, um, yeah. she what is it okay wait I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking it's towards the end I'm sure my mother's wedding day my mother's sings, wedding day that one sings that and the love she actually sings the love of my life oh, oh. look at that in act one according to wikipedia um, see I cite my sources in case somebody is going to come out <laughs> me one day she sings the love of my life. And then in act two, she sings the Glen scene opening slash my mother's wedding day, which yeah. that last one was cut. Like a cut cut from the film. Totally cut. Okay. Yeah. Not even not even an option. And the other one was one of the ones that they just dropped. No, I the see. other one, the love of my life, wasn't that sung by somebody else? Oh, maybe. Nope, I lied. I lied. The Love of My Life was also cut. Both of her songs were cut. Yeah, which is so mean, because I feel like her character obviously needed them, I assume, to make her a bit less scarily intense. Yeah. Uh (laughs) But I mean, another wee thing on the songs that I found, I don't know, a peculiar choice that... Why did every song pretty much become a solo for Gene Kelly with a 45-minute dance break. I mean, have you seen his other movies? I mean, yes, but I'm like, all of them, I was like, Gene, I was like, yes, you are great, but what? it's the, the Heather on the Hill song is normally a really pretty duet. I loved the dance duet that they did in it, but I'm like, are you I, just taking all of the songs away from Fiona and claiming them for yourself, Gene? Well, I did read that um, A... Sid Charisse was dubbed. Oh, okay. In this movie. Uh, and B, um, they fo- once Gene and Sid were cast, they mm-hmm. focused more on dance than vocals. Okay. So I, th- uh, I think with that one, they added, you know, they, that's the part of it was added. But I'm also surprised that there's no like 10 minute dance review at the mm, end of this like singing in the rain like just singing, like a, yep yeah, total exactly. segue to something totally irrelevant yeah or what was the other one that i did with this on the town i've never seen on the town oh my god there are sailors and there's a again another 10 minute 
dance break oh at the end of the God. movie that I'm just like, what does this have to do with the movie? <laughs> it's just like La La Land all over again. Yes. But like the ending of this movie, boy, howdy. Like it seems to break the formula of like the golden age musical right? movie. Right. Where I'm here for it. Me too. I was a, I, I was a fan. Of like because it took me by surprise. Just because I assumed that after the wedding, big battle scene where like that guy tries to escape Brigadoon, then he gets shot. I just assumed that at that point he would have stayed with her in Brigadoon. But then when he actually left and the town disappeared, I was like, "What's going on?" So I mean, it threw me for a loop, and then. I, yeah, I just so ambiguous like we don't know which is great i really love that scene and i uh i'm going to repeat this in sharps and flats but i really love that scene between tommy and jeff after jeff shot the guy so mm-hmm. and he's in shock mm-hmm. and then our, our, our good friend gene kelly comes in and he's still like in that stereotypical musical theater like i'm in love Ah, nothing could be wrong. And then Jeff is like, dude, I just shot a guy on accident. Gee, we need to get out of here. We got we got to go. <laughs> but like I really loved that where they're I don't know if they were like sending us a message about being like, this is the new way of musicals. <laughs> or or the, the old way is dead. But like I I just loved how, you know, it was two very different emotions coming mm. from people in a golden age musical like usually in the golden age musical everyone's more like gene kelly where they're like i'm mm. in love we can solve anything with love and like they fucking do in this movie so yeah. i don't know what i'm complaining about but like after that and then you have the jarring shift of new york city yeah how did you feel about that was it just is it just me or was it like super like what is going on now Aha, uh-huh. it's such an interesting just shift of gear because it's just so different from the entire movie that we've just watched. Like the pace of it is so different. You feel like just watching it, you feel like really claustrophobic and like really stressed out and anxious. Um, just because in all the scenes in Scotland, there's just so much space and so much air and right. obviously like so much romance and they're they're living in kind of like this fairy tale and then it's like that drop back down to the reality. It was really interesting to watch in comparison to the rest of the film. I was partially looking forward to seeing Fiona show up and him just realize, like them just being like, mm-hmm. what? You know, um, I'm happy that they got the reunion that they did, but like I was kind of expecting it in New York, not. Yeah. Uh huh. Brigadine. <laughs> yeah. That would have been cool. I, I think I would have liked it if she'd turned up in New York. I mean, that would have been interesting because then that yeah. leads to more questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Do you love the ambiguous ending about like, is Brigadine real or yeah. um, is is it fake? Or, or sorry, is the miracle real, not the town because the town is obviously real. Mm-hmm. But I thought it would have been more interesting though not just Fiona, but like you see other characters in the bar. Yeah. And it's like, were we high? Were we dreaming? What's going on? Yeah. Do we, yeah. 
You should just bring, you revive Brigadoon, do it. Can we do it in your theater and we'll do that ending? <laughs> do it in Edinburgh Playhouse, come on. Yes, I'll be right over. <laughs> I've got some tartans with me. Yeah, don't worry, guys. <laughs> so, and I was trying to like find how they wrote the show. Mm-hmm. Um, my Wikipedia failed me, so. But like, would you believe if this was based on a real like, folklore or fairy tale in Scotland? It wouldn't surprise me um, if it is based on some sort of folklore. From what I kind of read, I'd done some kind of digging around that and I couldn't find a, like, a conclusive answer. Like the, the, like I know that like the title is based off of a uh, uh, Rabbi Burns poem. So like Brigadoon means down the bridge. Um, oh. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it was based on some sort of folklore. Not at all. Because it, it felt like that, but I was trying to figure out, like, would it be like a modern folklore where it was written in the 20th century or would it, or like even the 19th century? Or like, is it not that they're living in, in 200 years in the past? It's more like they're in the, uh, like, enter time frame here past. I would probably say that if it is based on anything, it's based on an old myth, like a pagan. uh, About a town that shows up like once every 10 years or something. Well, yeah. Well, or like once every century, um, because like around that sort of time, like there's all of like the myths about fairies and like the changelings and all of these kind of like alternate. What? They're myths? They're myths? I thought they were real. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry how oh. dare you uh but like there's kind of like throughout like scottish historical folklore there is kind of this i don't know if, if you've ever seen outlander the tv show which is kind of similar to brigadoon in the idea of um she it's this american woman no she's not american she's english but she um is in the highlands on on holiday and then ends up getting transported back to the 1700s so kind of a similar thing of something Ah. from present going to the past and that is based on folklore i think it's based around like the beltane midsummer festivals um which i imagine brigadoon is set at that time of year i imagine is it do do you know when it is actually set is it set during may i would assume it's like during the summertime just because of the sunshine and everything (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i had (laughs) even during the summer the the big uh, the fight where they're running around the forest and there's all of those guys and they're that are like just shirtless wearing their kilts it was like even in scottish summer you have no business running around in the highlands with our shirt on (laughs) no better Um, but they're 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 showing their masculinity or something, I mean, right? Is that how on. it works? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, I guess kind of the reason that I assume it's set around midsummer is there oh. was all the stuff around Heather and everything. There was like all the white Heather, um, yeah. which and is they, to do with like women do, finding love and everything. They do say a date when they're reading the Bible, which of course is still a tradition, I'm assuming. Sure. <laughs> sign your name to the bible come on but uh 
Uh, they, uh, ooh, do they say June 19, uh, 1747 or, so, or 1757 okay. or something like that? Okay. Maybe it's not built in then, but it, but but anyway, basically kind of the point was that it wouldn't surprise me if it's something of that sort of world and that sort of time, you know? Yeah, because like, I, I hmm, damn you Wikipedia, how dare you fail me? They tell me other backstory about like how they have... Uh, shop the show around and everything but just not how like learner and low wrote it you know yeah like the, the like the original musical conception yeah because like uh it seems like they spent some time figuring out scottish music because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or well no because bagpipes have been around for forever at that point at yeah. the time of them writing so oh yeah yeah scotland um, Scotland had a sound. <laughs> it did, it did. But I, I, I did appreciate that that was in it, you know, particularly because it wasn't written by Scottish people. Um, right. It was nice that they included all of that in it. Yeah, because it is such a big part of Scottish culture still, so. Like when they, the, the ceremony for the wedding happened and it was all bagpipes of the clans. And I was just like, this seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little wedding, you know. Just a, just a small one. Just a small wee one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then the the dance afterwards. I was just like, just a wee gathering, you know. I mean, have you said? Have you been? Have you been to Scotland? I've been to Edinburgh and Glasgow. Have you ever been to? A, have you been to a Cayley? No. What's oh that? well. So basically, a Cayley is. It's basically a big party that normally has a live uh, folk band and there's like loads of dancing, but like it's choreographed routines dancing like that. That is like, we're all taught Scottish country dancing uh, at school. So um, it's oh. all actually really similar to that. So they, they didn't get that wrong. You know, that happens at weddings and that happens at bars around Scotland all the time, actually, <laughs> funnily enough. Oh my god. No, when I was there, I was a typical tourist, so I didn't really... But, like, I'm surprised I didn't really stumble into that. I did other things. <laughs> I mean, not every bar, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, a lot of, like, the... Because I know in, in Edinburgh, there, there's a place called the Gilly Do, which is a really famous place that does... Kaylee's, I think every other week, so every two weeks or something, they do a Kaylee or did a Kaylee before Miss Rona. But, um, I mean, yeah, but one one day they'll be back, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, one day we'll or we'll include it in our production of Brigadoon. Exactly, sorry, Brigadoon. I don't Brigadoon. mean Brigadoon. Brigadoon. I, I mean, I'm rolling the R and oh. and Brigadoon. Brigadoon and getting like my Dick Van Dyke's level of accent going. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Old star. I'm gonna fit in with you guys when I get there. <laughs> I promise. Me, come on. You have to. Uh, I'll figure out my the the tartan of my family. Um make myself a kilt and just wear the kilt every day. Cause that's what you, you guys do, right? Yeah. Every day. That's Kilts, the thing all I wear. day. Every day. <laughs> Uh, is it? Is there anything else you want to bring up before we get into Sharp and Flat about 
Brigadoon. Brigadoon. Um, what have we... I wrote down a couple of things. Oh, there... <laughs> I don't know if you rem... if you noticed him, but there is a guy in it that looks like. Do you remember the film Labyrinth? Yeah. With David Bowie. There's a guy that looks like David Bowie. No. But okay. there is a guy that looks like the little goblin puppet that's called like Hobble or something like that. And he just popped up and I'm just obsessed with him. So uh, if you and everyone listening has to rewatch it and look out for Hoggle because he's the guy that's selling candy, which was a thing I was like, oh. it, I was like, he wouldn't be selling candy. He'd be selling tablet, but... I figured, I figured that role was some sort of cameo, but I couldn't figure out who it was. Well, I had, well, because I rec, because I was just kind of staring at him like, you look so familiar. Couldn't figure out who he was. I was like, obviously, it's just, he's a puppet. Not really, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's my true takeaway from, from this but, film. But if, it felt like that, like that and some of the other vendors were like cameo roles but like yeah like, like, like they might have been like little easter eggs for I, I don't know yeah like hey you remember them and like the silent film era and now they can sing ha 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 oh, wow. <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah uh, he, was great. he was great big fan did you prefer gene kelly's tapping over the highland dancing that they did in that one number by the way in that number yes but i did like the highland well the country dancing that they did in the wedding. I did enjoy it. Um, they did really, they, they did try and they, they did quite well. It was, it was more balletic. It's like more of like a ballet Highland dancing fusion slash kind of jazz. But like, you know, that was a lot more authentic than just a weird kind of skip line that they all did. But then in almost like being in love where is like the stereotypical, another stereotypical love song from this yeah. era. Um, I just felt like Gene Kelly was doing his usual stick shtick that was uh-huh. in Singing in the Rain. Like, am I wrong? No, you're not. And I, I was kind of disappointed with that song, partly because I know that that song should have, well, I'm just kind of going off of Kelly O'Hara. It uh, should be like a big duet between like him and Fiona that's like really beautiful and really grand. So I'm like disappointed uh... that we didn't, I get why they didn't because, you know, they want to focus on the dancing, but it's a shame that the two of them never actually sang together, you know? Yeah. Whereas they should have had, if they were going to have like Heather on the hill to do like the whole Paddy da really beautiful dancing up on the hills with all the Heather, I was like, they could have at least have had almost like being in love and had that moment together to actually sing and tell each other how they feel. So it's yeah. just a shame that like they- They cut it. Yeah, they cut uh-huh. it and just had Gene fanning about. Not a fan, Gene Kelly. Of course you took everything. <laughs> took everything from Sid Charisse. No wonder she hated you on this movie. Said. Did she? Allegedly. Oh, <laughs> As you drink some tea, the tea- yeah. is- the tea. <laughs> the, the tea is from the IMDb trivia is that though Sid Charisse did love doing this movie, like says that this is her favorite movie she's done with Gene Kelly while filming uh-huh. it, she's hated him. I mean, he was, I mean, he was a tyrant while filming things. Like 
Have okay. you have you read anything about Singing in the Rain? No. Oh, ho, 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 I'll tell you off camera. Oh my God, I'm ready. Off recording, but like, he was a huge tyrant, especially when he was directing and choreographing. Oh and God, because well, he choreographed Destiny. Yeah, he just choreographed it. He didn't oh. direct it. So luckily he wasn't a huge dick like he usually yeah. is. Oh God. Uh, well, let's get into, on that note, let's get into Sharp Flash. Let's do it. Flash. So in this section, uh, we're going to highlight some moments, whether we talked about them or not. And if we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or felt like it could have been cut, it's flat. <laughs> Andrew, do you have any sharps to begin with from this movie? I actually really enjoyed the set i thought it was really beautiful um i thought it looked yeah i thought it looked really i get it was it's all painted and it was all fabricated but i didn't mind that i thought it looked really beautiful i loved um all of like the the heather and everything looked so lovely and i thought like the film itself visually was just really nice and really quite beautiful um if it was on location it would be better but um yeah uh uh-huh that i was Reading as well that this wasn't filmed in Technicolor because they were also trying to cut costs. It was filmed with a different, I can't remember the name of it, but mm-hmm. it, like it altered the colors in a way. So the way, I, I don't know if they've re- remastered it over time or what have you, but like the fact that it wasn't filmed in Technicolor, mm-hmm. I I appreciated it. Like it looked, it looked a little real. Cause like, yeah. the, those dresses that the women were wearing like were all over the place but and they were so colorful because like they're it was like we're doing musicals so we gotta be colorful and everything but i'm happy that it wasn't technicolor because otherwise i think i would have gone super cross-eyed with it oh there's so much going on yeah i get it um yeah Uh uh-huh uh speaking of the dresses though i loved sid charisse's cream dress I don't understand what that is. I I want it. I don't wear dresses, but I want it. And when she, when she was dancing in it, it looked so uh, moved so gorgeously. You saw like the petticoats and everything. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like though, if we're going to be historically accurate, I feel like it would have been to the floor. But I get it. We're doing a musical where she has mm. to dance. Yeah. So cut it. I also really love Jeff's reaction to there's going to be a wedding. That's what I was talking about. Where, <laughs> okay. where Mr. Lundy comes out and he's like, the pastor's gone missing. There's going to be a wedding. And Jeff's just like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also really loved the silliness of the chase. Like, come on. I did enjoy the chase. I'd, I'd mentioned all of like just the random the shirtless guys that were just running around the forest in their kilts. I was like, don't understand what's happening. I'm not mad about it, but it's hilarious. Um, and then the weird like fight that Gene Kelly and the guy that was running away had, where he was yes. like hopping over the river. It was, and perfect. he was hiding behind a rock and clearly the <laughs> people were passing by him and I was just uh-huh. like, this is... <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but I mean, kind of saying that, I I liked the ending. Like, we've spoken about that whole, like, end sequence, like, with going into New York and then 
coming back to Scotland. I think that was a total shock. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Then my um, last, my last sharp is to kind of piggyback off of that is Jeff's drunken monologue and the tonal shift at the end of the movie uh, of the movie around that. Yeah. Time. I love it that we were in this fantasy world and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, reality. Like clearly Tommy and Jeff were living on a different plane than these other people. Yeah. And like Jeff was the only one that stuck to that plane. And he's like, no, we got to go home. Like we can't stay here. Yeah. You've, you've known her for half of a day. Right, you gotta leave, <laughs> and and you've got Jane at home, lest we forget. Yeah, about I mean, like, Jane. can we can we address poor Jane? No, sorry, we, Jane. Like, is that like Jane is the real victim here? And then, like, when he finally was home, he was just so nasty to her and totally ignored her the whole time. Yeah, and she was just like, "You've changed," but like for the bet. I mean, we're supposed. I think we're supposed to hate her. But, like, I kind of feel bad for her. Cause... Yeah, like, they gave us no reason to dislike her other than, like... She's a little vapid, but, like, who is like, it? <laughs> I mean, I am. Uh, <laughs> but, like, did he not say at the very start of the film that, like, before they came to Scotland, he was really happy with her? Did they not have a little conversation like that at the start of the film? I don't remember that because I was... Uh, mesmerized by the tartans so oh okay well i'm sure that I, I might be wrong but i'm sure that they do so but like if just rewatch it I'll you can you can watch as many times as you want now now that i bought it i yeah. may as well do you have any flats for this movie the accents are the the one for me what <laughs> They're the best part. (laughs) They're not as sharp, but they're the best part of the movie. (laughs) Uh, Do I have any others? I mean, that Meg scene, the the way that she's like super rapey about marriage, like yes, Uh yeah, yeah. What I think I'm going to agree with you. Like after talking about it, like if there was a song to diffuse that, Uh I think it would have been better. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the fact that they took both of her songs away from her, kind of, they're obviously there for a reason, um, because without them, she's just super intense and... Boy crazy. Yeah. Um, And, like, yeah, I don't really like, I don't like the way he treats her. Yeah, I get, she's full on, but he's mean. So, and I think without the songs in it, I'm like, it makes them both just look not great, you know? Because he's only featured in one song, if you think about it. He's featured in the uh, I'll Always Go Home with Bonnie or something like that. The Bonnie Jean one. Bonnie, yeah, where... Go Home with Bonnie Jean. Yeah, and that's it. So, like, I don't know this that actor either. Like, I don't know if he was known for singing or whatnot, but, I mean... If they had a duet where it was like, I want to get married. I only, I don't know you. I yeah. think that would have been great. Uh, yeah. And it's what it needed for both of their characters, actually, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that scene should have been a song <laughs> rather than... Absolutely. Than just rather, an uncomfortable scene. <laughs> yeah. Yes. In a barn. Uh, would, speaking of the songs, though, would you add any of them to your life's playlist from the movie? 
From the movie. From the movie. None of this Kelly O'Hara shit. I want the movie. I actually think Waiting for My Duty is super cute. And I think the woman that dubbed Sid has a really nice voice. So I think that's quite fun. And I like Heather on the Hill. I think it's a really nice song. I enjoy it. What about you? I think I would do I'll Go Home with Bonnie Jean. Mm -hmm. Especially with the little dance break that they have. Like, that's kind of fun. And then just give me the wedding dance. Like, uh, oh, yes, the clan song. The clan. I, I, I forgot that the don't you can, there's a glen at the square. That's a great song. <laughs> give me the bagpipes, just all the bagpipes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew, we're done. We did it. We did it. And is there anything you want to plug or promote? So, um, I am playing Shrek and Shrek the Musical at the <gasps> Edinburgh King's Theatre um, in oh. March 22. So if anyone is in Edinburgh in March, okay, come, okay. come on down, see me play Shrek, playing is, over. Is that a hint for me to like go to Edinburgh yeah, in March? And, yeah, that we can do, you can come see Shrek, then we'll do Brigadoon. Yeah, thank you. We'll talk more about our, our brigadier. Yeah. Our brigadier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. Great. Um, but yeah, there's and then there's a there's a couple of other things that are in the pipeline. But just check out my socials uh, if if you if you want to find them out. Which are? Which are? Good <laughs> luck, people trying to spell it. So uh, <laughs> my Instagram is underscore Andrew Chernuski. Don't ask why it's that. It's a long story. But I'm now in too deep to change it. Um, I feel like I'm just going to have to copy and paste it. because Just copy and paste that. Yeah. Don't even bother spelling it. No. <laughs> you could do, like, think share the singer, but then you'll kind of, there's no hope after that. <laughs> uh, and if you want to reach the podcast and talk more about Brigadoon, or about how bad my accent is, uh, I won't fault you for that. Uh, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at buttersongpod. And if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, we're going to be talking about La La Land. Andrew, you got, uh, I think you need to teach me the Highland dance now. Don't you worry. We'll do it. We'll do great, it. Great. Great. Let's, let's start now. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Well, and leap. And sleep. Okay. <laughs> jump. Get your sword on the floor. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, the sword dance. We can touch on the sword dance off camera. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> There's innuendo there somewhere. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.